Thank you for pushing play on this second episode of the Speak Lord podcast. There's a couple different sounds you're going to hear when you tune in to Speak Lord. If you listen to episode one, you heard a story. I'm excited about bringing stories in that form probably about every month. The other very different sound that you're going to hear is me sharing how God is speaking to me through the Bible. These will be short reflections on scripture that I'm going to put out weekly. You can look for them every Sunday morning. And this episode is one of those reflections on scripture. At the end of the episode, I'm excited to share with you some of the responses and feedback from episode one. So if you listen through to the end, you can hear what's happened in the first few days of this podcast. You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. Matthew 23, 1 through 3. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do. For they preach, but do not practice. That last phrase is the one that speaks to me. They preach, but do not practice. And we use a phrase kind of like this. We say, practice what you preach. So I looked that up on an online dictionary, and it said that this idiom comes from an ancient idea expressed in Matthew 23 by Jesus right here. It's been used in literature since. It was used in Dickens' old curiosity shop in 1840 when he said, Divines do not always practice what they preach. So this has worked its way into our English vocabulary. And it means, do what you say. And it catches my attention because I'm a preacher. I talk about some lofty ideals. And I don't always live up to them. And when I read this chapter and I hear the strong words Jesus says, he gives these, these woes to the religious leaders. I don't want Jesus to see me that way. And you don't have to be a preacher to benefit from reflecting on these woes. We might not all preach, but we all say things. We all give advice. And how different would your life look if you just lived out those things that you tell others? That you just put into practice those good things that you tell yourself. In this podcast, we're trying to listen to God. And so one of the questions that we face is just, how does God speak? I experience him speaking through his word and through nature and through circumstances. But here's another way that God speaks. And it's a really practical one. It is possible that God is speaking to you through your own mouth and you are still not listening. There are things you say to yourself and others that are the exact message that God wants to tell you. And even when they come out of our own mouth, we struggle to actually put them into practice. Now, maybe you're a person who gives some terrible advice or you have some really negative self-talk. And I'm not saying you should do everything you say. We have to test it, consider it, pray about it, see if it fits with what we see in Scripture. But if you believe that something is really what you need or it's what somebody else needs and you believe it glorifies God and you say it, there's a good chance that that is something you should put into practice. There are times that it's appropriate for us to consult somebody else, to talk to wise counselors because we just don't know the answers. We need to read things, listen to things, and find the answers because we're not coming up with them. But a lot of times, we already know the answers. In fact, we already say them. For example, the last couple of years, I've been saying consistently, 
that I need more sleep. I need to be disciplined about bedtime. And I've gone through some good phases where I've really made improvement there. And then there are other times when I just have given up that discipline. I know what I need. I say it. I just don't practice what I preach. The solution to many of our problems is not in getting more information or learning something new. It's just putting into practice those things we already know to be valuable and true and needed in our lives. The answer is in having the integrity to actually live the way you tell others to live and that you tell others you live. To not be fake on the inside, but being committed to practicing those things that you preach. So what do you preach? What do you tell others about the right way to live? What God is speaking to me this week through Matthew 23 is that I need to seek him for the discipline just to put into practice those things that I talk about, those things that I already know to be the right way to live, and I just don't do. Jesus is gently telling me to stop being a hypocrite. When I read Matthew 23, it actually doesn't sound all that gentle. These are some strong words. And all the woes that follow in this chapter are different ways of not practicing what we preach. They're different angles of living as a hypocrite. And some of these might apply to you and others might not, but I'm going to read them. I'm going to read all the way from verse 4 to verse 31. Let God speak to you. Let him bring to mind those things that you already know and you already talk about and you just don't do. I don't wish for these woes to increase your guilt, but that you might feel some conviction wherever Jesus wants to bring it, and that we would start listening to God's voice more by practicing what we preach, and that we would start listening to God's voice better just by practicing what we preach. So here are the words that follow in Matthew 23. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fingers long. And they love the place of honor at feast and the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplace and being called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher. You are all brothers. And call no man your father on earth, for you have one father who is in heaven. Neither be called instructor, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you neither enter yourself nor allow those who would enter to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You travel across land and sea to make a single proselyte. And when he becomes a proselyte, you make him twice as much a child of hell as yourself. Woe to you, blind guides who say, if anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the temple that has made the gold sacred? 
And you say, if anyone swears by the altar, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift that is on the altar, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits on it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the other. You blind guides, straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate But inside, you are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate, that the outside also may be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you build tombs for the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous, saying, If we had lived in the days of our father, we would not have taken part with them in the shedding of blood of the prophets. Thus you witness against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Practice what you preach. God is speaking, and he might just be speaking to you through your own words. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord by searching for Speak, Lord, wherever you get podcasts. You can also find the podcast at Pastor Ryan Rogers. These first two episodes are samples of the different formats you will hear on the Speak Lord podcast. Now, I don't have a bunch of stories prepared, so you can't binge listen to those, but you could binge listen to some of these reflections on scripture. I've been doing these for a couple of years now, and they are all at the Palmer SDA Church podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can find that. And there you'll find 150 episodes like the one you're hearing today where I share scripture and share how God is speaking to me. You'll also find some really special episodes, Speak Lord for Kids, where my daughter does what I'm doing and she shares with other kids how God is speaking to her through the Bible. And those episodes are definitely my favorite. As I've launched this new platform of Speak Lord, my daughter has also gotten excited again about sharing. So you'll be hearing more Speak Lord for kids. She's anxious to get in front of the mic and share what she has been diligently preparing. I want to share some of the responses and feedback that I got from episode one. I posted that on September 1, last Thursday morning. It's Sunday morning now, and I have been so encouraged by the response. I've received some really good feedback and a lot of affirmation that this podcast is going in the right direction. So here are just some of the highlights of what's happened for the Speak Lord podcast since Thursday. If you listened, I really appreciate that. As of this morning, we have 90 downloads on Buzzsprout 
and another 19 over on the Palmer SDA Church podcast where I posted that episode as well. So here's the thing with downloads. The more downloads you get, the more the algorithms recognize your podcast and then they share it. So the more people who listen to the podcast, the larger the potential audience grows. If you're listening, I hope you enjoyed it. And I also thank you for helping expand the impact of the Speak Lord podcast. I received text messages from over 40 people who were willing to share their thoughts about the first episode. I did not expect that much feedback, and I really appreciate it. My favorite thing that came out of this is stories from you. There were three of you who heard that first episode and then contacted me to share your story about how God is moving in your life. One of those stories came through a super long text message sharing how episode one was right in line with their current spiritual situation. They are listening for how God is leading in their life, and they're finding that he's speaking to them and guiding them in ways they didn't expect. Another came through a telephone call where a friend of mine shared how God is leading in new ways in his life. Another friend called me up, and we were able to meet down by the river, and I got to hear about his journey in following God. So that was super rewarding to me because the whole point of this podcast is to help tune our ears to God's voice and to help us notice his movement and life around us. And just by putting out that episode, it started several meaningful conversations about God's leading in our lives. So maybe you have a story too. I'd love to hear it. And if you're wondering how to contact me, I have my contact information over at my website, pastorryanrogers.com. That's Rogers with no D. Some other feedback I got is concern about my ability to keep this up. So if you listen to the first episode, you know that I'm doing this alone. And people don't normally produce podcasts like this by themselves. It takes a team. So listeners were excited about the first episode, but somewhat doubtful that I could keep them coming. The term that they use for podcasts that start and then stop is pod fade. I don't want to pod fade. And I don't think that I will. I've thought a lot about this and the time it takes, and I'm excited to keep going. But many of you responded by encouraging me to build that team, to find people who believed in the ministry and wanted to give their time to make it happen. There are a few friends of mine who have shown great support in that way to help keep this podcast going. I won't name any names because I didn't ask permission, but there's one friend who follows this podcast and has been my biggest support, and she has shown her support by giving some generous donations to help make this podcast happen. I'm not looking to make money on it, but it does take money for gear and for advertising, which I have done none of. So I'm going to use some of those gifts she gave to help spread the word about Speak Lord, and that's one way to be a part of the team. really appreciate those donations. I have another friend that I talked to this morning when I was setting up to record this podcast, and she listened to the first episode and volunteered her time. And I wasn't sure at first how I could use volunteers, but I realized, man, I need help scheduling and organizing these interviews. I've let a lot of them drop just because I'm not organized enough. So another friend of mine is now the official scheduler for my interviews for the Speak Lord podcast. So we're going to work together to reach out to churches and nonprofits in my area to ask the question, how is God working in your ministry context? And I believe we're going to understand more about the movement of God in all of our lives as we listen in on those conversations. So thank you for being part of the team. It's just really affirming to put one episode out and get such support. 
And the feedback I got from several of you is that you're ready for episode number two. And now I, I do have about a dozen stories that are started, and I'm not sure which one of those is going to come out as story number two, but I'm just living my life in ministry and listening to the stories, and they're out there. And with a bit of intentionality, I have no doubt that there will be plenty of things to report on the movement of God in my life, in the world around me, in ways that apply to your life. And so I'm looking for those opportunities. In fact, right after I get done recording, editing, and posting this, I'm taking my microphones and gear, and I'm heading over to the state fair where I'm going to post a banner that says, talk to me about the needs in our community. And I'm hoping to talk to some strangers at the fair and learn about needs because that's where we find God working. He's always meeting needs. So I'm looking forward to some fun conversations with people about needs they see. And I hope to take some of those conversations and work them into a story to help all of us see the needs around us and notice where God is working. So there are things like that that I'm intentionally doing to pursue this story and share it with you. Some other feedback I got is that the episode was just a bit too long. It was 47 minutes, and that's a little bit long. So there really is no rule to podcasting length. There are shows that last four hours, and there are shows that are right at 20 minutes every time. It really is just that you need good content to fill that time. So I'm not setting a length for my stories, but I do want to grow in my ability to match the length of the episode with the content that I'm sharing so that it tells the story well. Another piece of feedback I got was that if I'm going to do a podcast, I need to bring the casserole. And what was meant by that is that I need to feed people. I need to share the gospel in my telling of these stories. And I absolutely intend to do that. That friend also encouraged me to make it real, not to just tell those happy ending stories, but to look for the real ways that God moves in a broken, hurting world that can relate to all of us. And that is something I also very much intend to do. And I had one friend share that they appreciated the focus on how God is working in the present. We do talk a lot about the past, what God has done there. We share those stories. And we think a lot about the future. What's going to happen? How's God going to fix this mess? How bad is it going to get before he comes back? But we also need to give attention to the present. What is God doing right now? It's really all we have. We, we can't change the past. The future is still future. We're living right now. And so I really appreciate that focus. And that's what I intend to do with these stories is help us to pay attention to the movement of God today and how we can live in that story right now. Several of you shared that the sound quality is good. So I'm super grateful that it sounded good when it came through your speakers. And I do have a friend who is a sound engineer and has worked on documentaries and is yet to share a review of the podcast to help me improve in that area. And some friends shared that there were elements of the storytelling that were distracting. So, so I am getting better just by hearing your feedback in those ways. Some of you shared with me that you can't find it on Apple Podcast. I have submitted the podcast feed to all the major directories, so it's already on a lot of them, like Spotify and Amazon Music and Pod Addict and Podchaser and Pocket Cast, and some of the bigger ones, it's not there yet. So it is submitted to Apple Podcasts and Google, but it takes a while for them to approve that and for it to appear in the directories. I'm hoping that soon you will find it there eventually. 
Others share that they appreciated how the story takes them on a journey, and that's the intention. I hope you felt a bit like you were there. I'd love to hike Lazy Mountain with you for real, and these stories can bring you into those moments and help you experience some of what I'm experiencing. Others just share that they appreciated that it's a positive story. There's so much negative audio out there that we could listen to, and we need to hear the good news, and I hope this podcast could be some of that. Another friend shared with me that I need a prayer team, which I don't have. There may be people praying for this, but I've never organized a prayer team, and that would be a really appropriate thing. So if you want to be a part of a prayer team, you want to commit to praying for the Speak Lord podcast, you don't have to let me know. But if you'd like to let me know, and I could send you specific prayer requests and know that you're lifting this ministry up in prayer, let me know. I would love to know that you're praying for this ministry. I had other friends share with me that they appreciated that this message was not a guilt message. One text I got said, the main point I pulled out is that God is doing his work and we can join him. That is so much more empowering than hearing, again, that the fields are ready, but that the work is hampered because there are too few workers. So maybe you've heard messages from churches that are full of guilt and they make you feel bad for not doing enough. Well, God is inviting us into his story. He's not shaming us for not being a part of it, but it's there if we want to live in it. I don't think Jesus shared messages to Lotus full of guilt. He shared messages of hope and invitation. And I hope to do that with these stories and scripture reflections. Several of you shared that you liked the title and you're glad that I stuck with that title and brought both of my different podcast ideas together in one because it is an invitation. And also, several of you shared that it was it was reverent, that it reminds us that God is speaking and it called you to focus in a way uh, to listen to his voice. Several of you appreciated the background noise and the sound effects, and I had fun with that. And everyone seems to like the logo. The cover art looks great, and I have my brother-in-law to thank for that. He designed it, and he did a great job. And I was surprised by how many of you offered to help. And if you want to give some serious time to helping this podcast, I do need more people to be a part of this team to make this happen, and you might be a good fit for that. But I could use help from all of you, even if you don't have a bunch of time. Uh, One of the ways you can help is just by listening. I need a community and an audience, or I, I just can't do this. There's no point. So listen and subscribe. These are all the things you hear at every YouTube video and every podcast. And I'm not going to say them every podcast because I just can't stand um, thinking that this is just a marketing thing. But if you subscribe, then you get every episode. And that means you listen more and you're part of this community on a regular basis. You can also share it. If you liked it, just copy the link, send it to someone, tell them it was a blessing. And another thing that really helps is writing a review. So that helps people notice the podcast and they they trust it more when people are sharing that it's been something good in their life. So you could do all those things and help me out. I was just so encouraged by the response in the last couple of days. So thank you for being a part of the Speak Lord podcast community.